0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into a special edition of the Cut. I am your host, Christian. We are without Sean tonight. It is just me and Randy. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, fuck Sean. It's fuck Sean over here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Miss you, Sean. Sean should be back on uh, Thursday morning when you listen to us. Possibly, uh, he he had some some work related matters to to tend to, so he is out for tonight. So, there will be less arguing, uh, (laughs) less interrupting, and, uh, well, maybe. I mean, the last time we argued, it was me and Randy, so we'll see. Randy, how you doing, dude?
1: I'm doing good, man. Uh, Been some pretty good Monday night games so far, you know. Just don't understand why Calvin Ridley can't get thrown the
0: ball, but, yeah. Mm, Yes. (laughs) A1, Calvin Ridley. And I'm going to hear it from uh, Michelle. I I still don't know how to say their last name. Ball Blasum girls, Ma- Madzik Madzuk. I don't know, but he shot.
1: But she can't give you much shit. He's still gonna be a uh, top, probably five receiver by the end of the year. So, so.
0: I, yeah, I know he was far and away the wide receiver one heading into. Well, I meant if three.
1: he got if he keeps it zero. <laughs> That's what. I'm oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which he I, at this rate he probably will. Um. All right. Today we're gonna to be talking about our flyers and outliers, but we're also gonna be talking about guys that we just need to adjust on. So um, whether it's we need to raise or lower expectations, we're we're already a quarter of the way through the season, folks. So it is time to kind of reevaluate and maybe come off of your, your preseason ranks a little bit. It's not time to panic. Uh But in some cases, it could be, you know, like um, people were panicking on Joe Mixon after three weeks. We were we were advising not to do that because this is Joe Mixon. Uh, But we'll talk about some of those guys where maybe you just you're not panicking, but you're you're able to lower your expectations. And that way you're able to maximize your wins. Uh, Before we get into any of that, though, want to brag really quickly about our uh, rankings this week. So we're pushing 70%. Obviously, Ridley is killing us. Julio, I think uh we might not have ranked Julio this week. I don't remember off the top of my head.
1: I ranked him, but I didn't rank him that high because I didn't know if he was gonna play or not. So
0: Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. if he snuck into our consensus, but we're we're pushing seventy percent accuracy in terms of uh top twelve quarterbacks, top twelve tight ends and then top 24 at running back and receiver um getting 70% of those right that's that's pretty good i i think i think we're back on track we had a bad week 2 when everyone went down with injury
1: of well, course we, we had an average i mean
0: like we were at like
1: we're, 50% basically yeah,
0: yeah it was like forty forty nine 49% yeah, is,
1: i mean usually considered pretty good or average for a
0: ranking yeah yeah, so we're we're back on track. Hopefully going to get 7 out of every 10 players, right? That would be good. Um Randy, how did you do this week uh record-wise?
1: Um yeah, a
0: couple things need to
1: play out here. Uh like I said, Ridley <laughs> not catching the ball is good and bad for him at the same time for obvious reasons cuz we're in so many leagues, but I think mm-hmm. I'm going to be 7 for 11 again this week, which is kind of sad that I'm depressed that I went seven for eleven, but i get, I g get, I'll take yeah. it I guess. But that, <laughs> one, that one week of ten for eleven I got really hyped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to adjust your expectations, dude. Well, um the
1: group league, damn it. <laughs> the group league kills me.
0: I know. Um I actually didn't look at I think I'm also seven for eleven or so. Um You beat you beat me in Dynasty Red, buddy. I is- did, and I beat Sean, so I am the champion of the podcast this week. I oh. beat him in uh, the original Dynasty League.
1: I beat Sean like two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, you were the champion that week. Dude. Um, <laughs> it's a week by week basis now. The- yes, <laughs> we should have a trophy for each recording. Um, Jesus, <laughs> no, but what I wanted to say is I'm quitting redraft. All of my advice from now on is going to be Dynasty only because I'm seventeen and three in Dynasty leagues this year, which is. Just, I I did not expect that. I actually, I'm trying to tank in one, and I've scored, I think, the third highest uh, points for. And so now I'm not trying to tank, and I'm trying to get Miles Sanders back from Sean.
2: Yeah, I mean, I do.
1: I I don't think I don't think I'm in as many dynasty leagues as you.
0: <laughs> I'm in four, but you're seventeen and three. That doesn't seem bad. Because, I, I uh, well, I'm in. So I'm not counting the be. dynasty and shill.
1: Well, I know it shouldn't be out of sixteen. Then that's why I was. Used. Well,
0: the the one with the median.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So okay. you
0: get two games a week.
1: Okay. Well, let, let you 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 speak for a second. I'm going to quickly calculate things.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So, m- while Randy calculates, I guess we'll start getting into our flyers and outliers, and then we can come back to that. Um, I will lead, lead this uh, off with 15, waivers fucking, sorry. 15
1: what? and 5.
0: There you go, dude. I, we should have counted up Sean's.
1: In- injuries have plagued me to two, less, two more losses. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. I'm seventeen and three, and in one league, I've filled up my six IR spots, eight IR spots, something crazy. Uh, yeah, my
1: because in the one I run, I put it to six IR spots because I think it's probably the one you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. I just assumed it was going to be a crazy year, and fucking has been. So uh, I'm pretty sure I have at least four of those used every week. So yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's. Uh... Let's stop bragging a little bit um and uh get into our our flyers and outliers, so this week's gonna suck uh folks if you need anything but some some running back help for a few weeks depth, uh, depth. yeah um i i I am not optimistic about waiver claims this week, but we'll kick it off uh Reggie Bonifon. He had, I, I I believe, fifteen PPR points. Flyer or outlier, Andy.
1: Outlier to me, uh, mainly because the already t- talking timetable for McCaffrey returns. So at yeah. least one more week, which means that he's he already got ruled out for this week, but he's trying to play this week, <laughs> and they told not yeah. no. So that means it it's looking like a decent chance he plays the week after. Uh, I'd say probably almost a 85, 90 percent he plays the week after that. If he didn't play the week, so we're looking. It's not a lot of time. He's clearly the second slash third option. Curtis Samuel's getting some work too. Mike Davis yeah. is the lead there. Uh, he had a good week. I mean, he,
0: he did. But so outlier for you, outlier for me. Do not use any fab on Reggie Bonifon. That nope. is. That is my recommendation this week. Um all right, Chase Edmonds. So this is a guy who is being out or he's he's out targeting Kenyon Drake. Um he's not doing much on the ground. The Cardinals really aren't using their running backs effectively. But Chase Edmonds, I believe, will finish inside the top 36 this week just because he caught, I believe, four passes. <laughs> flyer outlier, and then we'll talk about uh his his counterpart in Arizona a little bit later. But so I think this, well, I'll say
1: flyer only for the fact that we haven't seen passing work come to his counterpart Kenny Drake at all, and this is something he could do every week. I don't think he's taking over for Kenny Drake, but do remember. Kenny Drake is on a one-year deal, really. So, if Edmonds is outperforming him, they may give him the job. I mean, so I'll say it's definitely an outlier somewhat to the week. but I'm fine with maybe like a no-fab waiver claim, kind of maybe like a $2, maybe up to 5 uh, where he can, if you have a spot, to just sit on your bench kind of thing. You're not going to be playing him, uh, but he does have some potential league winning upside to that yeah yeah
0: yeah i i personally think this is a pretty much a smash flyer um simply because Kenyon drake just can't get it done um at this point he's run i believe 30 to 40 more routes than chase edmonds and kyler is just not throwing him the ball <laughs> and i think it's it's part uh part of the reason is uh deandre hopkins it's it's been a force feed type of offense, um, which we, none of us expected. We expected Hopkins to have his target share come down. It, I believe it's about the same. It was higher for a stretch. Um, yeah. But as the, the offense starts to kind of take shape to where it was last year, but incorporating Hopkins, I think Edmonds is going to stand out as the lead back there at some point.
1: I mean, like I said there's a chance for that, so I'm yeah with you with that.
0: Uh, yeah. I I don't think he's available in the listener league, so fuck
1: uh, <laughs> not much. It's a fourteen team league, buddy. <laughs> so. I know.
0: It's it's a little oof. Um Devontae Freeman, flyer outlier. Flyer.
1: I mean he's getting
2: the
0: most work. It's... Would you say he has R B two upside?
1: Uh no, RB three.
0: Okay. okay, I think he's an RB two this week,
1: barely. I mean, he might
0: not be now. Actually,
1: who, no, know. he's definitely
2: not. Say that. Yeah. Uh, you did not know. He only had like ten points or so, man. Like, it's not, yeah, I know. Not like a killer week. He,
0: he wasn't great. Uh, love my Josh Allen for uh for Devonte Freeman trade.
1: Yeah, so I love again, I love you, Steve. But what the fuck? <laughs> Here,
2: <laughs>
0: Hey, I got to win in that league, too. I think you know it's, it's going to turn around. Even,
1: it's not even Steve being fucking dumb. It, it's, it's not being Steve being dumb for the trade. It's Steve being dumb. with for drafting like, 97 Drafting during a house party, and I assume his girlfriend didn't want him to draft. So, <laughs> so he put, like, six quarterbacks in his queue and auto-drafted. And guess what the fuck Sleeper picked? Yep. He <laughs> in a up. quarterback league.
0: Yeah. Alright, yeah, I would say flyer on Freeman, but it's not like a, a high upside one, so I'd probably he he's not very high up on my priority list this week.
1: I think he I think he's high up on the priority, but I think that speaks more to the priority of this week. Yeah.
0: All right, Keyshawn Vaughn, Flyer Outlier.
1: <sighs> outlier, unless uh Leonard Fournette's down for the year. If that yeah. happens then Flyer. But
0: Yeah, which I don't even think Fournette's injury is serious.
1: No, he's just he sat out this week. He might, he. I mean, you never know. He could sit out next week, and he might get hurt down the line. But
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, sh- big shout out, Ronald Jones uh, had a big <laughs> week. Keyshawn Vaughn vultured the touchdown. That's fine. Didn't matter. Rojo coming into Monday Night Football was sitting at RB twelve. That's what I like to see. Um, right. But Vaughn's not going to do shit unless Fournette's out. So outlier. Uh, if he. I mean, he barely even had a good game. Um, t- Tony Pollard, probably uh, rostered,
2: probably
1: rostered. I guess only flyer to the point of handcuff. Really, like he, he got more work. He's getting a little bit integrated into the offense, even with Zeke, and he's not really doing anything with it. So,
0: yeah. Uh, I, I don't really want to call it a flyer or an outlier. It's just it is what it is. Um,
1: well, yeah, it's, I'm not going to say outlier because it's not like he had a good <laughs>
0: <laughs> right but uh, it is worth noting that Zeke leads the league he is tied with the aforementioned Ronald Jones and Devin Singletary for the most drops out of the running back position with three so there is a chance that Tony Pollard gets more of that receiving work I don't know when or if it, that would happen but There's Uh, a chance. And yet again, that's like the fifth or sixth option. So, right. It's not, it's not great. All right. Uh, the one that's probably highest up on mine. So, you obviously know I'm going flyer, Dearness Johnson. Fuck yeah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like we, we were
1: in our group chat today. We said that he's clearly the leader priority of the week with Chubb going to the IR for what seems to be. It said six weeks, so you'd say at least five with yeah. a chance of eight. I mean, there's there's wiggle room in there. Uh, but So that's four to five weeks plus for Johnson to have some good value because uh, they're not going to run Hunt into the ground really. Obviously, I think Hunt's going to get a little bit more work next week if he's off injury designation. I think they were trying to make sure he didn't get re-injured there. Um uh, but he looked Hunt looked great. Johnson looked fresh. Uh he, he looked lively on his cuts. He he was he was killing it. Um it is Dallas defense that isn't that good. Uh they're facing the Colts this week, who is uh definitely a better defense. Uh not I mean, they're good, not great. And then they face the Steelers next after that. I don't remember the schedule past that off the top of my head. So it's definitely the top of the waiver. Uh but it's at best a flex consideration and somewhat deep in that regard as
0: well. Yeah. Yeah, my uh my justification here is I know this sounds crazy. I know Hunt's gonna get the majority of work, but there's a really good chance that Dearness Johnson gets ten to twelve carries. Um and he honestly might get a couple goal line looks. I think Dearness Johnson is going to be able to to be in your lineups weekly until Chubb's back. Like you said, probably in a flex capacity. You're not really going to want to start him as your RB2, but I guess we're, we're going to find out against the Colts, especially if Kareem Hunt is still banged up, which I think that's why Dontrell Hilliard got some work. So um. That-
1: That was going to be my other counterpoint is they did use three running backs, uh, which they haven't done all year. Uh,
2: Yeah.
1: And honestly, all three look, I mean, obviously Hunt was going to look good. So I I, I guess the two backups look pretty good, but there's massive running lanes. Maybe that gets tightened up next week. That's what I'm saying. I I wouldn't consider it more than like a a flex at best. Definitely a deep flex option. Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of rough. But like, but cool. also now the the handcuff for the next 6 weeks. Oh yeah, 100%. Uh, Cuz if if Kareem were to go down, then you have the starting running back in the NFL's best uh team in terms of running. So,
1: yeah, 100%. Can't
0: like I like I said
1: that just because I like I I made it somewhat of a, a counter argument that the, the there's wide open holes, but there's fucking wide open holes. So, yeah. <laughs> If there's water open holes again, it, he's gonna be able to run through it and do well.
0: Yeah. Shout out Jake Burns too for comparing him to Alvin Kamara, which uh, I
1: then saw a bunch after he said that. So a little bit of posers out there. I'm just gonna say that, but
0: a lot um, of them. Yeah.
1: So what what kind of fab are you looking to spend here? Because let I mean that's the real <sighs> question people going to ask about this guy.
0: I would do like
1: let's let's say you can do percent standards. wise. Yeah, you can do percentage, but like uh, most leagues are a hundred dollars or two hundred, so that's kind
0: of. I'd spend twenty five percent. I think,
1: I think I'd spend twenty with upside of twenty five, kind of exactly what we said for uh, Mike Davis. Yep. but yeah, the catch yet again, Mike Davis is starting running back.
0: So right, which the the where I was going with the first point is. There's a chance they want to keep Kareem in the role that he has. I don't think so. But there's a chance that Dearness Johnson comes in and gets all of Nick Chubb's work, which would be absurd. But There's a small chance,
1: but in reality, it's Kareem's keeping his role with an inflated, rushy workload. That's...
2: Yeah. It? that's He's that's not, that's
1: not going to get all the touches, and uh, Johnson most likely won't get all of the remaining touches. Yeah. He should I get... Agree. At least sixty percent of those, but and he could get some receiving work. But Hunt's still the goal line back. So, like yeah. it's, it's it's hit or miss on the value, but it's definitely a spot. It's just like we said, with everyone else, like it's next man out for this. So,
0: yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. Tim Patrick had a big game Thursday night. Flyer outlier
1: caught me drinking the beer. Um. <laughs>
2: sorry um (laughs) flyer um but only because we said what was it Hamilton right Hamler Hamler was a flyer
1: um a couple weeks ago and he's done nothing really Patrick's definitely kind of stepped up there's a chance to lock his back next week maybe that gives us more clarity so if if you do say flyer which I I'm loosely basing because of the week. Um, that would mean that you pretty much have to have him just on your bench. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's you're not going to play him. You would he. I know he had a really good game this week. Uh, but depending on who's the quarterback, obviously they switched around during the game. Uh, I hope it's locked for multiple reasons, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, we, that we would have to see how Locke plays, and there's a chance fans out for a week or so, so maybe that increases the touches. So, would you
0: drop, I would you drop TY Hilton for Tim Patrick?
1: Oof, let's, let's not, let's not make that a quest. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say no because I, I want to see it again. Fair I'll enough, fair enough, especially. Um, when-
0: Yeah, I would say it's a flyer for now, but like Randy said, just keep him on your bench. You can't start Tim Patrick next week. That'd be wild. Um, (laughs) Traquan Smith. So with Michael Thomas likely back next week, what are you doing with Traquan Smith, who had a pretty good game?
1: I mean, we thought there was a chance he slightly broke out this year. I think that affects uh, Emmanuel Sanders a ton. Uh, which also, in turn, as we correctly predicted, has affected Jared Cook, uh, and Kamara being an absolute god has affected everyone, <laughs> positively <laughs> and negatively. Uh, so uh, it's clearly just... It's just... It's an outlier. Outlier? I mean, you could take the flyer that he's going to take over for Sanders, but like clearly when Thomas is in this offense, it's going to just be forced to Thomas and Kamara, and that's that's fine.
0: Would you rather have T- Traquan or Emmanuel
2: Sanders? Oh, boy.
0: I don't know the answer.
1: Emmanuel Sanders. I'll say because he's, while he, he didn't do anything for the first couple weeks, I believe he had a touchdown last week. He had a pretty good game this week, possibly a touchdown. I can't think of it down my head. Uh, so I'll I'll just stick with Emmanuel Sanders, especially with Michael Thomas possibly coming back. And, yes, I, I am super pissed. that that touchdown to Ridley did not happen. Right. <laughs> it's the end of it was the good defense. Order. It was great defense, but it's like the first time since the first drive Ridley's been targeted, and it would have been a decent part of the
0: day. He's, uh, everything's yeah, bad. Pretty upset about it as well. Um Yeah, with Traequan, I, I think I'd rather have Traquan over Emmanuel Sanders right now, but it's close, and I don't really want either of them. So... <laughs> call it an outlier uh david moore david moore had significantly more fantasy points than tyler lockett um it was kind of Russ just taking what the defense gave him yeah what would you pick him up at all um, Outlier. Outlier.
1: i'd say outlier uh to the to the extent like this has to be a super deep league i know uh lesh a few weeks ago dropped Deshaun Jackson for David Moore, which uh, so far has been stupid yet worked somehow. Uh, Yes, (laughs)
2: Jesus Christ. Uh, But it's just so
1: it's not going to be much. They have two to three tight ends that are good in this offense. I know Carson was banged up with the possible concussion, so that could have fed into more targets going to him. They took away Lockett to an extent. DK still went off. I, I think Russ is still gonna target his top guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is an outlier for me. Um Yeah, I don't I don't have much to say about David Moore. Nelson Aguilar. Uh,
2: outlier.
1: Outlier. Outlier. Same. Yeah. Move just, on. So just people just t- trying to step up.
0: Like yeah. he he did have a nice catch in the end zone. Uh he did. I will say, he, I mean, s- he snagged it. He did, but...
2: Shocking. That's about I, it, though. I will say, just, I don't want to beat this guy fully, but, well, you know what? It's it's
1: almost Derek Carr has basically the same kind of targets right now as Carson Wentz, and he's doing a little bit more with it. I'm just, <laughs> I he will did. say, Renfro, in my opinion, a little bit better than Greg Ward. Uh, Waller are yeah. kind of a toss-up there. Sanders Jacobs kind of a toss up. So but Carr definitely has a better offensive line.
0: So yeah, but Hakeem Butler, bro. Don't forget Hakeem. The dream. Um <laughs> Cole Beasley.
1: Uh Flyer, it's Cole Beasley. He's got a floor.
0: Yeah. It's two weeks in a row too, where he's had fairly good games. Well, two, yeah. two weeks ago he had, he had a wide receiver one week, I believe.
1: Yeah, this week with John Brown back though. Um he didn't have an amazing week, but he had a pretty good week. He gets up. Yeah.
0: I will say uh Gabriel Davis does worry me with Cole Beasley. I know Beasley's been productive and Gabriel Davis has seen some targets, but
1: it's just not really the same kind of targets though. You know?
0: Yeah. True. Um I I guess that might be a fate of John Brown at some point. Not yet, but no, at
1: some point. No. I I mean he's he's I mean those John Brown and Diggs are still good. The, they're going to be on awesome through yeah. all times. So one A,
0: one B. Cameron Brate. So OJ Howard, my tight end start of the week. He he pulled through for me. He was a tight end one, and then he fucking tore his Achilles. Um, so hey, I'm with you there. Uh fan before
1: tonight was still a tight end one, and he hurt his ankle about mid yeah. that game. Uh,
0: we had some some bad uh, injury luck with our yeah, stars this week. I,
1: I will. I don't think we tweeted out official like you did the one week, but like I obviously my start of the week of uh, Alan Lazard. I just I felt the only fair like I could have pivoted to anyone, but my only fair thing was to pivot to MVS, who said an okay day today. I mean, yeah, I, I felt like that wasn't cheating at least.
0: No, it wasn't. <laughs> also, sidebar. My reason because I gave myself cop outs. And my yeah, one for Jared Goff was, they're going to control the game, so he won't have to throw as much. That didn't even fucking happen. He was just bad. I'm kind of pissed. My cop-out yeah. didn't <laughs> even work. <sighs> Fuck it, Jared Goff. <sighs> all right, so Cameron Bray, are you picking him up at all? No. I, I don't think so either.
1: No, there's 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 going to be another tight end I can pick up instead of him.
0: There's just, yeah.
1: there's just got to. <laughs> yeah. there's
0: just, so let's... Let's talk about that other tight end. There's one in particular that's probably not think, rostered. Yeah. Uh he's going off as we speak. Robert Tanyan uh oh, yeah. having a true breakout game right now. Three touchdowns. Uh looks I compared him to Mark Andrews um bef- before we started recording. So Yeah. It, I think this is legit. I think Jay Sternberger truthers have to be just shaking in their freaking boots right now,
1: Hey, they they spent the high capital on him, and he just apparently hasn't played out. I know him, uh, being COVID designation to start this training camp and everything really affect like really hurt his chances here. But it, yeah. like you said, the the reason so it, Christian's not saying Mark Andrews is he's gonna be the next tight end one type thing. He's he's saying because Hayden Hurst with the more draft capital was the guy got. Wasn't able yes. to train training camp all training camp, really. Same as Sternberger. And yep. the the next guy up just played his ass off. And that's exactly what Tanyan's doing. Uh, I think he's top three in priority, even as a tight end. I think yes. it's Deonis Johnson. Uh, out of this list, I think he's right up there with uh, Devonta Freeman. Uh, I think his teammate, who we don't, necess- we don't have on this list, but NVR should be up there as well. Uh, yeah. I I think those are the top four in the week to me. Yeah, I maybe um, if he's on the waiver wire, uh, Joshua Kelly. I, I think those are the top five of the week to me.
0: Yeah, and, so, and,
1: and Tanya's not five. <laughs> right, I, I, tight end. I, I he's just
0: he's killing it, man. Yeah, I agree. So you mentioned Joshua Kelly. What are you doing with Justin Jackson? You have to assume he's back
1: fully oh, healthy I, this week wait and see at kind of thing. I mean, you should pick him up, but I think, uh, I think you tweeted out. It was either tweet or text texted that, uh, picking him up is more of a kind of having all the, all the pieces of it. Uh, just to see how it yeah. plays out now with yeah. Eckler. I mean, let's, let's just say Eckler's out the same amount of times. Chubb to be safe, I guess. Yeah. We, we don't really know at this point, but let's say that's how it's going to go anywhere around there. So the next, Four plus weeks, I, I think Joshua Kelly should dominate, with Justin Jackson getting probably eight to twelve touches. Yeah, but yeah, of, it's. I mean, we said that that's a possibility for Johnson, but that's a better rushing offense. That's a better offense. I
0: mean, yeah. Um. Really quickly, back to Robert Tanyan. He actually is outperforming two guys that have high draft capital. I forgot about Degora who is the tight end three and he was drafted in what the second, second round, third round, something like that. Anyway.
1: Sternberger was the second.
0: Yeah. Uh, but with Justin Jackson, I mean, I think you have to add him, um, because I mean, we've seen what him and uh, Eckler did and now we might be seeing what him and Joshua Kelly can do. And ultimately, As much as I believe in Joshua Kelly, he's more suited for that uh, bruiser type of role. And Jackson might get the passing work that Eckler got. I
1: I am not with you there, though, man. I I think they're at least similar. If not, Joshua Kelly might be a little bit better in the passing game.
0: Fair enough. I, I guess I haven't seen too much of it from Kelly because he's been playing with Eckler. Yeah,
1: I think he went like three for six interceptions this week. So if he's going to get six plus percent targets on a week, I, yeah, shit, well, he's, he's a starting running back right now, man. Like, yeah. I mean, a team that's most likely going to be down, uh, I will say props to Justin Herbert. He's playing way better than a lot of people thought he would, uh, four weeks into the season.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh. I know you guys framed that I hate Herbert, which Oh I smell it. Yes, it's great. I, I I never hated Herbert, but I also did not expect this, and not many people did. There, you, there are a select few. I I I won't say you hate Herbert, but you hate a lot about you hated a lot about him
1: coming into the draft. Yeah, your your volume of the hate grew as people's volume of hate for Jordan Love grew. Yeah, you're right. Uh, just, you were in a fight for who's the who's the true QB three of the draft.
0: Yes, I was. And I, still team. still TBD. because uh, we haven't seen Jordan Love because he's behind T B D,
1: but we'll never see Jordan Love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Aaron Rodgers' contract is absurd. Um Okay, let's let's move on. Uh so I guess last thing
1: like five, five quick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, last thing. Let's prioritize these. Uh mine would be Dearness Johnson, one. Robert Tanyan, two. Justin Jackson, three. Chase Edmonds, four. Devontae Freeman, five. Fuck the receivers. Uh, <laughs> mine would be Dearness Johnson, one.
1: Um, I would say... Mm, I'm going to say Devonta Freeman, two, for positional value. Uh, I will go Robert Tanyan, three. MVS, four. And Justin Jackson, five.
0: Yeah, screw it. That's... <laughs> You'd rather have Jackson over Chase Hemans? I
1: think right now because there's a little there's a little bit more clarity in the confusion of Austin Eckler's injury timeline, which is fair. a weird sentence but truthful. Yeah. Uh, it's fair. There's there's two clear backs. They're both going to kind of split more fifty fifty to sixty forty. Whereas, fuck theirs are running backs.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Alright, um before we move into our time to adjust segment. Oh my god, throw the fucking ball to Calvin Ridley. Um <laughs> God. Sorry, and now I'm doing Sean things where I yell at my TV. I am sorry, listeners. Um let's talk about Thrive Fantasy. So Thrive I won ten bucks on Thrive tonight after the first Monday night game was over, not realizing that this Monday night slate was different. Didn't play this one, pretty upset about it. But I I doubled my money this week. I played the five dollar NFL rush contest. Uh ended up with with ten bucks. Feeling good about it. I uh I hit on Baker Mayfield under half an interception. I Sick. missed out on Clyde Edwards Alaire uh of yards by by five fucking yards pretty upset about that but it's okay cuz I won money. Uh use our promo code the cut and Thrive will match what you deposit. So your deposit has to be $20 or more, but if you are just f- fucking full sending and you want to put $50 in, they're going to give you $50. Um but make sure you use promo code the cut and uh ask us if you're if you're new to player props, um, and and you don't really know what you're doing, like kind of kind of like we did when we first started, um, just ask us because we've we put out Thrive advice every week now. It, it's part of our DFS episode, um, and, and we're basically obsessed with with Thrive at this point. I I, I think I can speak for both of us in that. I'd I'd rather play Thrive than I would DraftKings or FanDuel right now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's it's more fun for me right now. That's maybe that's just because it's the the new
0: It's the new toy for
1: us, but uh it's definitely more fun and interesting to me. By the way, sorry, last time we're gonna do this. Big pissed Falcons just have their backups in trying to throw here in garbage time. This is where I needed Calvary League garbage time. But no, <laughs> we just took him out.
0: <laughs> Dude. Well, to be fair, he he's he was battling an injury coming into this game. and yeah,
1: but fucking hell, bro. Like I <laughs> guess
0: we we downplayed that a little bit more than we should have. Downplayed it, okay. Fair <laughs> enough, yeah.
1: Either way, Thrive's amazing. We're love playing it right <laughs> now. I, yes. I kind of broke away from that, but... Fair don't, enough. Yeah, that's... Thrive... <laughs> Like we, we text each other like three times a week about our lineups for a Thrive. Oh we're, yeah. We're we're basically and we we're we're texting each other about DraftKings too, especially for our show, but like it's we're definitely full sending the Thrive way more. <laughs> we're we're it seems to be thinking harder than the Thrive picks.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's get into the guys that it's time to adjust on. Uh so these are guys, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, that you know maybe you drafted some of these guys pretty highly and you have high expectations for them, but they're losing you weeks, or maybe you found a sleeper, but you're hesitant to put them in your lineup. Uh, we're going to give you some clarity here. First one, we've already talked about him a little bit, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake has been uh, the bust, I would say, in terms of his output, it, you could make an argument that it was Joe Mixon. Without one big week from Joe Mixon, without one big week from Josh Jacobs, they would probably be in the running. But unfortunately, Kenyon Drake hasn't had that big week yet. Randy, are you? Do you think Kenyon Drake number one is a weekly start at this point? knowing that we go pretty robust running back like we're we have tons of running backs all the time um and then if you do start him what's his ceiling at this
2: point in your mind so
1: i think the better question is what's the floor because that's these these high end running backs so uh, answer the first question i i think he's still kind of a weekly start but it's definitely it's a flex now. It's not an RB2. It's not an RB1. It's, it's a flex consideration. uh, at, And it's still hard. And there's going to be times where you have a better option. And uh, we're going to be with you saying full fuck fucking Drake on the week. But the better question is the floor because, I mean, the, the reason these guys are, were drafted so high is because we, we thought their floor would be like 12 to 16 a week with that upside to get those 30-point weeks that we've seen from Josh Jacobs, the 40-point game we just saw from Joe Mixon, uh, that's that's the bust, the boom weeks that we want, and then your bust weeks are 12 points, and you're like, well, he didn't lose me the week, but he didn't win me it. I mean, Kenny Drake's not getting that. He, he's, got, he's not getting the passing work. The, the Cardinals are not getting it done rushing the ball. They're a pass-heavy team. They're targeting uh, Hopkins almost every play. <laughs> I mean it's, it's crazy. And and now we have Chase Edmonds getting uh, more targets on less route runs. It it's it starting to make no sense. Uh but or is it making the most sense? Maybe uh they just don't view Kenny Drake as a pass catching running back and they're they're running him out there and he's just he's just running a motion route to to clear off a defender. Because that's what it seems like at this point. And it's yeah. it's pretty sad. <laughs> So time to adjust. He's not an RB one. I'm sorry if you drafted uh, wide receiver first and then you picked him over Miles Sanders like a dumbass. Um, <laughs> 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 All right, uh, uh, he's barely an RB two man. I-, I think he's a. I think he's an RB two as flex consideration RB2. So he's yeah. a back end RB two at this point. Uh, he, he he very well could. Uh, do a boom week like Joe Mixon, but you got to remember Joe Mixon was top five in in carries, and he was he was uh, top half of the league in route run for running back. I don't remember the exact number for that. Uh, so th- there was there was proof behind why we we believed in it, and there's just not that proof for Kennedy Drake in the same uh, aspect, and it's it's thoroughly worrying.
0: Yeah, man, I. There's a reason I don't have a single share of Kenyon Drake. Um, and I, I don't want to give myself a pat on the back here, but when I am when I was looking at, at at the back of drafts at Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon, uh, sometimes Derrick Henry fell to the spots that Kenyon Drake was going. It was a smash that I wasn't taking Kenyon Drake because I, I argued with Sean about it. Um, and I wish he was here for this because I, I think he might have a different opinion. I think he might say uh, if you're patient, you won't have to adjust here. But I argued with Sean and I said he, we have half a season of really good play from Kenyon Drake. We had one full season where his his ceiling was well, his ceiling on a week was an RB one, but he's only ever finished. RB 15 over the course of a full season. That's, I mean, I don't know what he actually finished last year, but that was backed off of the fact that they had a new toy to play with. They had a rookie quarterback that just was not up to the speed that he needed to be. So he was targeting the running backs more. I think that's factored in more than anyone could have imagined, and that Kyler Murray isn't a competent quarterback at this point. He has one of the best receivers in the game and he doesn't need to check down anymore and if he goes to check down he's running it anyway because he's fast as fuck and small he's a very small guy um
1: he's got he's got that extra gear that only like the the elite speed guys have and it's yeah. crazy yeah what, so it makes sense why he was such a good baseball player just that yeah, oh yeah that that is quick burst of speed to the ball off the bat like that it makes perfect sense but yes I never thought I never thought of it like that until I've seen them this year
0: <laughs> right so I guess my my answer to this is yes it's time to adjust for you guys but I don't need to adjust because I was already adjusted it's, before it's the
1: season adjustment to you it, it is
0: yeah
1: high rb two uh if oh, not yeah. back end RP one uh I think it's just the main thing is. Uh, Going into the season before they got Hopkins, I think we were all right. Not we necessarily. I wasn't that extremely high on him, but I I think the industry was right on Drake. I think without Hopkins, I think this all would have played out okay. But the true number one has really, really affected this offense in a way that we did not see coming.
0: And to be fair, I don't know how much better the offense is with them feeding Hopkins. So it it might it might change it might go back to a little bit of what it was. Oh, good.
1: That's that's why you still start option. 100%. Yeah,
0: but I think if you're looking at Gurley or Drake, that
1: boy, that's tough.
0: <laughs> exactly right.
2: <laughs> On this list, do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I was just gonna say let's let's jump to Todd Gurley. So he he had two touchdowns tonight.
1: Yeah, which got him to seventeen to nineteen points somewhere in there. I I don't I don't remember the last check.
0: Yeah, uh, entering the night though he was an RB three, uh, and maybe not even he might have been an RB four. I think he was RB thirty six or thirty eight. But the reason he's on this list is because I created it before tonight's game. Um, <laughs> I think. I personally need to adjust my expectations for Gurley. I have him as my RB two in a lot of leagues, which kinda sucks. But also we talked about going robust running back and taking a ton of them is a good idea. I have backup options now that I can start. So I I feel good about it, but I don't think you can expect too many RB one weeks out of Todd Gurley. I don't even did he even get there this week with seventeen points or whatever? He ended up with
1: like nineteen and a half or so.
0: Okay, so he probably finished as a back-end one this week. Yeah, if not you... Yeah. I, I are... think,
1: so, you had him as an RB1. So, yes.
2: for,
1: for that, that is time to adjust. Yeah. Most of us, while it is a good offense, it was still an RB2 with some RB1 weeks. The biggest thing is, that the real adjustment is, he's not getting the passing work that he got in for the Rams, it's just not coming. I believe he had like two or three catches tonight. That's probably going to be his max all year. <laughs> he ended up with one. I saw one. I just assumed he might have had more. I think two to three catches is his max on a game uh, for the entire season. I'm not even talking these first four, I'm talking the entire season. I think that's going to be his max for a game. Uh, <laughs> so that added floor, I think, is the adjustment. So, but I think he's still going to get. That that 10-12 to 12 floor That we want with Kenny Drake And we're not necessarily getting So I think he is a better option From week to week As long as they're not playing A, a high scoring team on the other side of the ball
0: Bro, Todd really Has less than 10 targets A quarter of the way through the season
1: Yeah, I'm not shocked <laughs>
0: well, I am
1: not, no, 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 I'm shocked uh, Right here, But from watching the games, I am not shocked
0: it's crazy. I And I get it. I get it. This was the argument against Gurley when I was high on him was he was not very good in the passing game for the Rams. And that's why they stopped using him. I thought maybe it was just the way they were using him. But it turns out uh, he's not very good in the passing game. So did not account for that properly. Um, yeah, I adjust, adjust. But. Like I said, if you're looking girly or Drake, it's it's matchup based now, which is yep. it's weird. All right, let's bring back the DJ Moore Robbie Anderson talk uh, that got us all fired up. Randy's Randy's warming up, stretching out. Uh, <laughs> no, uh. So as of right now on the season, Robbie Anderson is sitting as wide receiver eight and DJ Moore is sitting as wide receiver. Let me keep scrolling. 30. Um, yep. So, the targets are there for both of them. This week I believe Robbie Anderson did out target, but like 2 weeks ago, DJ Moore had 13 targets. He went off. So, obviously DJ Moore was drafted to be your wide receiver one. If you have DJ Moore. And he is close to. Or your wide receiver one. Are you scared?
1: Slightly. I, I will say though. They are a 2-2 two two team right now. Which is better than we thought they'd be. And DJ Moore. Is out targeting Robbie Anderson. In the games they are losing. So. uh, Maybe. The, them running the ball more. In these last two weeks has helped out the Robbie Anderson, but this isn't I, I the adjustment here is less about uh, a poor performance from DJ Moore and more of a, a great usage and and really full sending into this role into this role for Robbie Anderson. Like this is more props to Robbie Anderson than a hurt to DJ Moore. DJ Moore is still a better receiver in my opinion, but. As Christians pointed out, uh, Robbie Anderson is getting—he's getting these these quicker passes. He's getting the, those quick targets that uh, fits Bridgewater better. Uh, we we thought that would be more DJ Moore with Robbie Anderson, who career wise has been a, a decent possession type receiver, but he is more of a deep shot guy, and we thought Carter Samuel and him gonna be fighting for those targets, and it's it's just not. That way right now. Again, it's it's only a quarter of the way through that changed slightly. I think DJ Moore is going to keep getting more and more targets. I think they're pretty close on targets right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, yeah. that, does that mean that Bridgewater threw good balls all those times? Probably not. <laughs> so I don't know those exact statistics, but it is a slight worry if Moore is your wide receiver, what? But like, a, a, it's a worry in that aspect. There's an adjustment to he, he's not going to be most likely. Uh, he's get, he can have those big weeks, but his floor is not as as top as we thought it was, uh, because he's supposed to get a better quarterback. Uh, but he's getting kind of a safer quarterback, yeah, uh, necessarily better.
0: I, I think your point about we thought DJ Moore was going to get the targets that Robbie Anderson's getting, and it would have been flipped. I think that was that like the an entire basis because DJ Moore never been a high touchdown. Kind of guy,
2: don't
0: oh, no. uh, and Robbie Anderson isn't that either. I think it's a really good thing, um for Robbie Anderson that this team's starting to win some football games because I think that could have flipped, but now they're two and two, they've been competitive, they're not going to control games every week, but um definitely but, not
1: so here's the thing they they it, we're gonna really find out about these two in these next few weeks. We have Atlanta, then Chicago, then New Orleans, then Atlanta again. That four-week stretch is really going to kind of determine how close these two are to a 1A1B, and it's really going to determine how much you can trust in DJ Moore going through the year. I mean, he only had 74% of the snaps this week, but he was basically 87 to 90 the rest of the time. Robbie Anderson's getting about the
2: same. It's, I mean, it's close, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well and we'll see if, if Teddy gets a little more comfortable with the offense, maybe DJ Moore starts to get he hopefully he gets to cash in on some of the air yards because he is getting targeted yeah. downfield and
1: it's killing it that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move uh, on. Uh, Robin
1: Gibson okay. has one sec. Math. So he's got two more targets than DJ Moore.
2: Yeah. What the but,
1: He's getting catchable targets. It's yeah. Quick the, catchable targets. Was, I mean.
0: Yeah. And he, he, his yak is just fucking insane. Yeah. Right
1: he, I mean, he's killing It's burner. I mean, yeah. I, he's killing
0: <laughs> Also, RIP Ian Thomas. Just super hey. irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. He actually wasn't this week. Tight ends were bad this week. Sean would have just laid into him. Um, <laughs> Preston Williams is on this list. <laughs> I want to skip him.
1: No, we'll say, I'll, I'll I'll talk. He's I'm pretty sure he's a a one receiver for me, uh, only because I was trying to get a little bit deeper of a shot on that. Uh, I should have just stuck my guns into Deontay Johnson for that one. My fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. So so he's a a one of sorts, but Preston Williams is just he's he's not he's not playing bad. It's, that's just, that's the shit part of this. He's playing well, he's getting open, he's just not getting targeted. And maybe that changes with the inevitable flip to uh, Tua, which was even slightly hinted to this week uh, in the post-game press conferences from Flores. Uh, I do think Fitzpatrick's still getting the nod for a bit here, but they don't really need to tank for better picks because uh, the Texans are doing that for him, So right. they'll get a top-five pick because of the Texans. <laughs> uh I, it's just so weird like it, it's the same thing like Gusecki's had like one good week but he didn't get targeted this week even though he's open uh Gaskin uh wasn't effective running the ball but we knew that wouldn't happen this week but he didn't really get targeted in the passing game uh it was a force feed to Parker who didn't he got banged up And when he got banged up they just didn't it was just missing throws for Fitzpatrick it didn't make sense to me so I, <laughs> it I, it should, I will, have been, should have been a week for Parker, and I think this is the second time it should have been a week for Parker, uh, to blow up, but it should have also been a week for Preston, and it just just
0: wasn't because he's not getting the target. I will say, um, and I didn't realize how bad his week one was, catch percentage wise, um, and his week two, and that's probably why he's lost snaps. So his snap percentage, week one ninety, week two eighty. Devontae Parker out for both. Yeah. Uh, Devonte Parker come right. Uh, Parker yeah.
1: Played, but he got hurt.
0: Yeah, and then he didn't play against Buffalo. So Trey White was on Preston, or he yeah. went out there and was a non-factor. So anyway, Preston Williams plays ninety percent of snaps, eighty percent of snaps against the two best corners in the league. He catches three balls on his 12 targets. And then since then, he hasn't gotten over 61% of snaps. Um, And he's only gotten five total targets. So but he is
1: strangely getting force fed in the red zone. It doesn't is, really
0: make sense.
1: So it's like he's trusted, but not trusted. And it doesn't make quite sense. And when he's out there, he is getting open. I, I have been for obvious reasons, uh, hyper-focusing on his routes, <laughs> and he, yeah. he's getting open. Uh, it's just he's just not getting the target, so uh, maybe with Parker back, hopefully Parker cannot go out yet again with yet another ankle injury. Uh, maybe we can get both of them on the field at the same time, and it could get to more of a balance, and Fitzpatrick can get his trust back with Preston, or Tua can step in, and it's pretty much a whole brand-new ball game that we don't know of. I mean,
0: yeah. Uh in redraft you can you can drop Preston right now though. Probably. Alright, moving on to our next guy who we dropped in the Me? listener league we list. <laughs> he hasn't even been that good. Um He's been decent. He's he's been okay the last two weeks with Ruggs banged up and Brian Edwards banged up. This guy is Hunter Renfro. Um so it the adjustment I I don't think it's there for either of us, personally, because we both had well, pretty high expectations for him. I know
1: it's not an adjustment for me, because he's on pace for 88 targets right now. Obviously, it looks a little better the last two weeks, I'll admit to that. Uh, but I standard him out for 90 targets on the year. Uh, so I, I'm right on line there. I think this is the role he deserves. Um, I think... They're still trying to figure out how they want to use Ridley and Edwards. And early in the season, they were trying to incorporate them as much as possible because they knew what they had in Renfro and Waller. Uh, but they, I mean, they lost. I mean, that's how, that's how it goes. So, uh, I, I, guess
0: how many targets I projected for him?
1: I'd say 86 because you said I was slightly high.
0: No, I actually came up on him when Tyrell Williams went down. Oh, okay. Uh, I adjusted so ninety two is what oh, I have. So sort of the
1: same. Yeah, so it's not an adjustment. Yeah.
2: Uh
1: yeah, I mean he's he's solid. He's a solid slot receiver. He he gets open. Simple as that. I think he's uh I think he's flexed consideration,
0: but that's all he really ever was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's fair. Um <laughs> I, I, I don't think we need to adjust, but I do think that like fantasy community, I, maybe yeah, I think I think Renfro can be in your lineup, especially when Ruggs is still banged up, and when Brian Edwards is out, yeah, I mean.
1: obviously, I don't mind if you guys want to wait and see how it really can play out with everyone healthy, because let's be real, we haven't had that for the Raiders uh, we <laughs> We had somewhat healthy week one, but Ruggs was still a little banged up with his hamstring, uh week two, same thing. Week three, Jacobs and Waller were a little banged up. Week four, Ruggs and Edwards are completely out. So it's just we really need to see this offense together, but uh looks good so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh whole team looks pretty good other than their their run defense, yeah. which looks very bad. Um just just say defense. It's fine. We all yeah, true. Uh,
1: everyone knew that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Jonathan
1: Abram is still one of my favorite
0: fucking players to watch. Same. He's he's a lunatic. Um. All right, let's move on, and we have Odell Beckham written down here. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to say the Browns pass catchers. Um. I personally think that there was a reason, Randy. I remember when we were doing our rankings, and you said man that seems a little high man that seems a little high and i said well yeah because uh th- i mean look at their production for previous years and we both went back and forth and we had really good conversations about what to expect from this browns offense and i i think we both settled on a pretty low number for everyone across the board odell jarvis and austin hooper i think even the the places that we landed might be high. <laughs> um, just because uh, I man. mean, you look at a game the Browns scored forty nine points in week four and yeah. they ran for three hundred and seven yards. Like and that was with Chubb gone for two and a half quarters.
1: Yeah, and they're only the highest passing total in the year is two hundred and nineteen. Uh we we thought they'd be about a 200 or 250 a game with some boom games because every team's going to have that. I mean, like the Browns offense is still going to have that. So, uh, but I mean, first week we we get dominated by the Ravens in Baker throws 39 times. Uh, doesn't have a really good game, but it's against a really good team. I mean, that's if if you're a Browns fan that really thought there was that we were going to have a really really good game with the first week at of the offense. Uh, I, I, I would have been somewhat with you, but I would have been nervous as fuck. And <laughs> I, I was right to be. Uh, but since then, he's throwing 23-23-30 last week against Dallas, but that was earlier when we were uh, building up that last points because we, we knew we were going to score, score, score against this team. Uh, we were going up against Indy, who you don't score a lot of points on, and slightly better defense. Uh, Pittsburgh after that but then back to Cincy so and then Las Vegas and then Houston so there's going to be some boom weeks here for this passing offense and with Chubb down that might lean more on the passing game so maybe that's a slight adjustment as well but for well, the people that had Odell as a wide receiver one for the people that had Jarvis as a top end wide receiver two or mid tier I told you so <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard it's hard there's there's not going to be 50 passes ever on the scene.
0: No. And, I mean, like I said, the Browns scored 49 points, and they ran for 307 yards. And this was in the middle of them almost blowing a lead. And instead of – because you knew they were going to be aggressive. They actually stayed aggressive the whole game. Yeah. But their aggression comes from – Fucking Wyatt Teller laying defensive linemen on their fucking when asses. When you're when
1: you're running seven to nine yards a carry, I mean, there's no need to throw the damn ball. There exactly. Really the only time we they did in the second half really was because of penalties. And it, it was just absurd. And yeah. I mean even even Odell, who had a big week, uh his touchdown in the second half was running. <laughs> so yeah. like it, they just and, didn't and, throw in the second half. It's just what in it. It's gonna happen.
0: And one of Jarvis's touchdowns was a fucking touchdown pass. Yeah, so exactly, which it, boosted him a lot. <laughs> a lot, yeah, uh, yeah. I just think, uh, and, and we talked about Hooper last week. Um, he I did guess. find the end zone, and he, and Randy he's said going, to hold.
1: He's going to be he like he, it needs to be just a three pure targets from Hooper. Landry and Beckham and it's who's open. That's what's going to be for this offense to be truly successful because they, they're not going to be they should not be force feeding.
0: Nope. And and they're winning games so exactly. I don't think the I don't think the, the game plans are going to change too much. Nope.
1: Like I Let's, said maybe a slight adjustment now that Chubb's down but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks Played ninety percent of snaps and saw zero targets. Oh. big big asterisk on this one, though. Bill O'Brien yeah. got fired. I was gonna say we yes. didn't even talk about this to start the show. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's what happens when Sean's not here. Um, he he typically comes up with the good intros, but uh, yeah. So Bill O'Brien got canned. I don't know if he fired himself or what, but uh, yeah, you
1: know it's a bad day when you get fired from three fucking jobs, so-
0: right? well he came out and said he was going to call plays and they said don't like that uh so you're fired um but will fuller uh, the reason will fuller made this list is everyone's very skeptical of will fuller like who's going to be the 1a here who's going to be the one right now will fuller is the one and brandon cook's is debatably the two. I would say Jordan There's, Aikens might be the fucking two I, right I would now. say there
1: isn't a two. <laughs> I no. Think, it's... I think that's kind of the thing here. I, Which... so, it's, so, the point you just said is the adjustment. I, I know me and you had discussions all offseason of uh, Brandon Cooks is a very proven receiver. When healthy, um, he's played so much more multiple thousand yard seasons than Will Fuller Uh so in right going into the season, I believe he is the one A and Fuller is the one B as long as he's healthy. But we've seen when Will Fuller's on the field with Deshaun Watson, he can get the job done and he can get it done with a lot of points in some weeks. And he's he's getting the target share, man. It's plain and simple. Yeah. Cooks had zero points. Uh, maybe that's part of the reason uh, y- you traded for this guy. You traded away your best receiver. And you traded for Brandon Cooks really, and David Johnson. Uh, maybe that's part of this reason why <laughs> Bill Brown is gone. Maybe Brandon Cooks gets way more incorporated next week. But, but it's clearly Will Fuller. But it's also everyone's also right with Will Fuller because he has already had hamstring issues, and it had yeah. cost him a week. And he he did play. It really only affected him one week completely, where he had zero. Uh, the next week, he was a little bit hindered, but he got, I believe, one. Uh, he got one big catch that helped his stat line slightly, but it didn't matter. And he still had a decent week, but he's clearly, he's clearly, let's uh, uh, wide receiver two minimum.
0: I, I think, I think that's I mean, the I, adju- I won't, adjustment. I
1: won't say he's a wide, like he's not a wide receiver one to me, but he like he's a wide receiver two. Like he's he's playing if he's not. If he does not have an injury designation, and you do not start Will Fuller, I think
0: you're wrong. I, yeah, I
1: think you're just wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and that's I think that's the the main adjustment is you're not used to having Will Fuller in your lineup weekly, guaranteed <laughs> lock. <laughs> yeah, and but... and that's what it is now. You know, I think. Let me see. Where Will Fuller's sitting at wide receiver twenty right now, and he missed a week. So yeah. I mean but, that's wide receiver one ish.
1: But people are still going to have that bad taste because they played him that week because he didn't have an injury destination <sighs> really going into that week. Uh, I dude, it's it's sad. He he's played f- three games really, but he technically played four. Uh, I think that ties close to his season total for his career. Uh, it feels like that at least. I don't think that's actually actually true, but it feels like it. <laughs> so. All uh, props to him. I hope he stays healthy, man.
0: Yeah. And then I guess Brandon Cooks is just a wait and see right now. Yeah, that we, you don't yeah. have to adjust much. Do not, do not start him. No. Speaking okay. of guys that you should not start, Michael Gallup. Except uh, as- that? Yeah, except week three. Dude, it's
1: so weird. Like, because they have so many targets, like, let's just put this out. They're not putting best people on Amari they're just people are playing base defense against him yep. and it just somehow because they're doing that the Cowboys are then setting up formations that Gallup is going against the best corner Yep, and he is just getting taken out of games he's still open man like he's just not getting the targets but that's because fucking CD Lamb is always open in the slot Amari Cooper with his exceptional route running and great hands is always open and uh, now we have the second tight end uh, doing well, even though he got slightly banged up. Hopefully he's okay. Uh, obviously the running backs are getting some work receivers that we didn't think would touch the field because they had three stud receivers are getting a lot of work. It's uh, two straight weeks of a, a depth receiver kind of going off. So uh, Holy hell. It's a on Michael Gallup for like your crazy ass ahead of way higher than everyone else. Just cause yeah. you love him. I mean, he's, he's very talented. That's uh, the but, thing. It's just it's it's an adjustment because he's he's somehow getting the cornerback once every week and it feels so bad. And how about Amari being fucking consistent for forking? I know he was about 70 percent consistent like hit rate last year and that was great for him. But he's about to be at like ninety five, a hundred this year, it feels like. And holy hell, if he's not going to be top
0: five. <laughs> right. Well, OK, so the adjustment so we say that And I know Michael Gallup should have gone off Against the Brown secondary He should have He didn't get the targets Dak threw for 500 yards And I'm pretty sure he had like 20 of them or 30 But his next three are Giants, Cardinals, uh, football team
1: Yeah, but if <laughs> I mean, Giants have no one But like The Cardinals, Pat Patrick Pat P has been pretty good And he I mean, he was facing T.J. Moore all week so and, and then the Eagles to it. And then Eagles have been playing better defense. Um Damn. so it it's not tremendous matchups. But I mean, shit, I I don't know what to tell you. Like I know Schultz had about like twenty eight points, Cooper had a really good game, CD had like two touchdowns, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, CD was good. And then the third and fourth receiver, not named Gallup, had decent weeks. Like I don't know what to do with that, man. Like, There's just too many mouths to feed here.
0: Yeah, and Daxon pays for almost 7,000 yards. Putting up true Madden stats. <laughs> um, yes, if you're not playing out all Madden, which our group league refuses to do. Right. Uh, sad about Michael Gallup. I do think his booms might get him inside the top 24. Yeah. I'm but... with
1: you there, because he had a really good game last week, even though it didn't seem like it till the second half. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> But I don't think he's a weekly start, which sucks. Um, all right, Carson Wentz. I had to put him on here. We've been talking about him quite a bit. I've been kind of going at him on Twitter, and I feel bad because like, I wanted Carson Wentz for the Browns that year, but we didn't pick that high. I love Carson Wentz as a prospect, but he's been real shitty. Um, even in his good... In quotation marks, game this week he was reliant on a rushing touchdown. Carson Wentz, in my opinion, is a a QB two. You're you're starting a lot of guys over him now, Randy. What do you think about that? I know uh, we're not going to get into the excuses too much, or the 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 justified excuses, or the the ones that are a little bit of a stretch. Um, No,
1: I mean they're clearly obvious. I mean he's not; he doesn't have his full. Tool belt. Uh, so yeah, QB two. I mean, he's had one boom week. Uh, yeah, a rushing touchdown. Um, he's got a s- decent rushing floor still. So I I, I like him, but I, mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I mean, we we had him and I know that's probably our our biggest failure so far is we had him and Baker and someone else. I can't remember who, but they were like competing for like that last QB one spot. Uh, right now, it's definitely that third person. I don't even remember who it was. I know for me, I think it was like Burrow, maybe. Yeah, maybe Probably. Big Ben. So it might have, it was one of those somewhere in there. Yeah. I, I don't know for everyone else, but yeah.
0: So it's it's kind of rough. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um. So start start a lot of guys over. Wentz. We'll we'll help you out every week at the slash rankings. Um, we do get <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, last one, and it's a good thing Sean's not here because this is one of his A ones. We talked about two of mine and one of, one of two. Yeah, one of Randy's. Um, so I, I guess this is us kind of owning up to maybe hey, we man. were a little off. You Hold know. On,
1: uh, before we do that, I just want to say, fucking the big ones in this industry have my guys and different guys. They voted conference in, and they picked. Fucking RB ones and wide receiver ones, and if if my if my guy that's a wide receiver four or five in drafts isn't quite panning out yet, and their RB one isn't, how fuck that? Like, I, <laughs> fucking have some balls, <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: Hey, that's what I say to you two about your starts of the week. I'm the one that's
1: always with you. Screw
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Um, but this this guy, a one, T Y Hilton, um. I, I mentioned him earlier in the in the first segment. Oh. He's not good at football. He <laughs> hasn't. He hasn't. I think I saw a stat since uh, Andrew I'm Luck on. retired. I got,
1: I got you. Hold on. He yeah. is now zero games with over eighty-seven receiving yards since Luck retired.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, that seems like, like a pretty good trend. Out. Yeah, that's that's bad. I would drop T.Y. Hilton personally.
1: I wouldn't. But he's close. I mean I yeah. dropped Preston before him. Uh, <laughs> him I, dropped, I think I dropped Brandon Cooks before him. Yeah. Uh because of the riddled with injuries offense there in Indianapolis, but fuck.
0: It's it's bad. I don't I don't know what else to say other than Zach Pascal is probably their wide receiver one until Pittman <laughs> comes back. It's so bad. And and so the Browns should win this week Is what I'm saying yeah. Shout out Let's get it <laughs> right. Uh, sorry Sean if you listen to this we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about our A1s Extensively as the year yep. progresses Because yeah. you know I sure Not tonight Don't want to talk about Calvin Ridley tonight But yeah, overall yeah. Dude. Overall I, I would love to talk about him At some point <laughs> <laughs> So I, I have no problem admitting When I'm wrong but yes, same. All right, uh that'll do it. We we went a little over this time, but make sure you guys check out the website. Uh got a lot of good articles that go up every week. Um we we have our rankings there which have been pretty damn accurate. Obviously, guys, I know we we call ourselves mediocre and I'm sure there are tons of people who are doing better than us in our leagues, but I'm 17-3 in dynasty. So, I know. Ain't the playoffs yet, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. In
1: that third place, where you belong.
0: Yeah, that's that is. <laughs> you need to win some leagues this year, for fuck's uh, sake. You a, do need
1: buddy. to win some. <laughs> so Sean doesn't have that on you.
0: I know. Um, all right, Randy. Do you have anything else before we?
1: Uh, no, uh, well, I, yes. Uh, sorry, I did you from like three months ago.
0: There.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, we do. We yeah. it out, but we'd like to apologize. We we just other commitments on the weekend kind of screwed over the DFS episode this week this last weekend. It looks like we will be doing it uh this week as long as everything plays out. Uh there's no trips that we forgot to yeah. plan for uh the weekend yeah. Oh we'll see.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it might be well, a bad month for them. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do our best to get you guys the DFS content because I know that helps our new Thrive players, speaking of which go download Thrive Fantasy. Uh but yeah i mean we're gonna at least put an article out i yeah i i golfed on saturday for example i got back i went i had a couple out
1: of town all saturday
0: i worked all day (laughs) yeah and there's a chance we wouldn't have even gotten to the episode if i was in town if I, I was I fell asleep by like the time we record. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a long day for both of us. Yeah, uh, I have a bachelor party not this weekend coming up, but the after the next one for one of my best friends, uh and it's gonna be. I'm gone. Obviously, we maybe will be able to press out one a uh, day or so
0: before, but it's gonna be close. <laughs> yeah, knowing us. Yep. All right. Uh, that'll do it. We'll be back on Thursday with our starts and sits of the week and possibly uh, sean. awesome I, yeah sean he, sean might be joining yeah. us yeah i mean out of town business trip you don't really know how that uh hotel wi-fi okay. is gonna work it's true well we don't know how well christian's Yours. wi-fi is gonna yeah. work <laughs> fucking trash all right for Randy hall i'm christian williams we'll talk to you guys next week later